Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheepkey Sheared Podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, welcome into the morning show. Take a seat. Take a load off. Let's let's talk some motivation. Let's get you ready for your day, or let's get you a little pick-me-up if you're in the middle of your morning routine or in the middle of your morning desk work. Let's get started, shall we? My friends... I've discussed this concept at length throughout the multiple morning shows that we've done on this show, but it is my firm belief that sin makes you poor. Now I know, for those of you who are religious, sin has a totally different meaning than what it is I am really referring to. While it's different, it's also very similar. In religion, whether it's Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and whatever have you, sin is transgression of God's law, doing what it is God tells us not to do. However, that is merely one definition of sin. And while I believe it to be accurate, it can be applied at a more universal scale. Sin is transgression of the law, whether it be God's law, whether it be natural laws, whether it be the laws of physics, stuff like that that are just bound in our world and breaking them has consequences. Now, you may not fall off a building or you might not get struck by lightning if you attempt to try, if you transgress the laws that we're we talking about today, but you will be working backwards. You will be working more against yourself and trying to swim upstream than you will be swimming with the stream that might help you flow all the way and guide you down the river of life. Now, when I talk about this idea of sin making you poor, what I mean is this. Sin is transgression of the law. I believe it was George Bernard Shaw who said that it is that it was either him or Lord Bacon. I I believe it was George Bernard Shaw who said that Now, it was Lord Bacon who said that money makes a good servant, but a bad master. And then it was George Bernard Shaw who said that it is the duty of every person to be rich. And then two, that it is a sin to be poor. Now, what does he mean by it's a sin to be poor? And what do I mean when I add to his statement when I say that sin will make you poor? What do we mean by this? What we mean by this is is you must first understand a simple fact of reality, and that is money is not the bills that you you find in your wallet. It is not the balance that you see in your credit card. It is not the balance in your checking in your savings accounts. That is not what money is. Sure, it might represent money, but that is not money. Money is something much more. Maybe asking, well, Austin, come on, don't don't be ridiculous. I know what money is. Money might mean different things to different people. But in this context, what we mean is money is the reward for the service that you render. In other words, you must get to give. Did you catch me? Did you catch that? That's what most people do. They try to get something first and they want to give later. That's reverse. It's going backwards. I want to test you, see if you're paying attention. I don't want you to autopilot on this. This is something that will change your life forever as it's changed my life forever. 
Too many people say, hey, you know what? The more money that I will get, the more I will give back. The more I might donate to charity. The more I might help out those in need. The more I might, you know, try to give back a little bit. Uh, it's almost like I'm paying tribute to God for giving me all the things that he's given me. However, this is the opposite. This is the living in reverse. This is a sin because you're moving backwards. Money is a reward for the service that you render. In other words, you have to render a service to get money. But yet people want to just, they say they want to make money. No, 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 no. That's like saying, I want to go harvest the crops. And you look outside and there's no crops out there. And they're like, um, we're supposed to harvest what? Yeah, that's the same mentality. Stop focusing on how much money you can get. Focus on what you can give to get the money that you want. Let's let's take a step back for a second. I, I realize this might be a little confusing. And I don't say that to talk down to you. I just say that is this is how it made sense to me. But I have a I have a st the best stethoscope in the business, so I can tell that some of you aren't getting it, and that's okay. Let's let's take a step back. Let me ask you a question, okay? How much money do you want? Do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to be a billionaire? Do you want to make just enough to be comfortable? What is it that you actually want? Okay. Once you accept, hey, this is what I want. Well, then we have to just say, all right, you want, a, let's say you want a billion dollars. What service, whether it be a product or a service, can you render that would be worth a billion dollars? And it could be more than one. But let's start with one first. Let's start with a single option first. What is it that you'd be willing to give for that? There's no such thing as getting without giving. You must give something to get something else. There's no such thing as free. So what are you willing to give for what it is that you want to receive? Mm. But it also has to be something of equal value. You see how it gets a little more complicated? Unfortunately, people either want to play the lottery, they want to hope to get lucky, they want to try to scam or fraud or do anything like that. That is a sin. That is a transgression of the law of sowing and reaping. You will move backwards. Now, sin is, the wages of sin is death. We learned that in Romans. I believe it was the Apostle Paul who wrote that in Romans. Now, unfortunately... What I, when he says that, I believe he means spiritual death. In our situation, we mean economic death. Because if you want to work backwards, if you want to get, get, and get without giving, that's putting yourself in debt, putting yourself in jeopardy. Because make no mistake, it will be really easy to look and say, oh, I'm not getting hurt right now, even if it's working for you. I might not be getting hurt right now. It might be working for me right now. You might see the money, but you're not seeing what they're paying. Don't worry. They will pay if they haven't already. That is the law. That's how it works. And I want to make another distinction because poverty and broke are different. Being poor and being broke, people equate to being synonyms. This is simply untrue. Being poor is a mindset. Being broke is a current financial situation. Broke is temporary, poor is permanent. Do you want to be poor? No one wants to be poor. Okay, 
then what are you you willing to sacrifice to stop being poor? What are you willing to give up? And it doesn't have to be physical things. You might say, well, Austin, I have no money to give. I'm not talking about money. I'm saying there might be people that are holding you back in your life. There might be places that are holding you back. There might be memories that are holding you back. Preconceived notions. There are things, whether they be material or mental, that are holding you back. The question is, are you willing to give them up? Because you can't keep them and build a new life. It's hard to build something new with old tools. It's not impossible, but it's not as practical because you might have shoddy work and it's hard to live, it's hard to move forward while constantly looking backwards because you might run into a, a telephone pole. But in all seriousness, look, sin makes you poor for one simple reality, okay? Makes you, makes you poor because you're focusing on lack, limitation, and you're focusing on the short term. The short term. It's easy when we're young to focus on the here, the now, the very immediate needs that we have. However, I'm here to tell you, gentlemen, as men, we've greatly been lied to. We've been misled that we have this very quick these get-rich-quick schemes that are around everywhere on the internet, number one. And number two, we've been lied to in thinking that, oh, I'm not like the athletes you know, that are in the NFL, the NBA, and whatnot, so I'm losing. No, 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 no. That's false. You know how many of them blow their money? That's number one. But, you look, as men, we are often lied to because women are different from us. And ladies have a biological clock that we as men do not have. So they're trying to cash in when they're young and get everything they want when they're young. Gentlemen, you want to know the fastest way to being successful? Not making bad choices. Staying on the straight and narrow. Not getting married when you're young. At least not to someone that's not going to be on your program and benefit you. You need to stake on the straight and narrow and make good, long-term focused choices. And then by the time you're 40, 50, that might seem really, really old, long time from now, it's not. That's where the most millionaires come out is 40, 50, and 60. Not 20, not 30. It's tough, I know. You don't like being patient. I don't like being patient. Guess what? Being impatient is a broke person trait. We need to focus on the long term. We need to build wealth, not just try to rapidly build it. Rome was not built in a day, but a brick was being laid every second of every day. And your your life must work in the same way. You must always be adding to your life But realize that you might not be able to step back and look at everything that you've built for quite some time. That's okay. Again, we're focusing on the long term, not the short term. Because the short term, well, focusing too much on the short term will turn you into a scarcity mindset. It'll it'll pigeonhole you into a scarcity mindset of having, instead of having an abundance mindset. And when you focus on your scarcity, you're more likely to try to make a drastic choice that might lead you into sinning, which will make you work backwards 
and then you have to play damage control on top of trying to be a diligent worker to build your future. You're going to work backwards. Let's not work backwards. Let's work consistently. My friends, I don't want you to make a cho to make choices that could have been avoided. To sin in a way that it will make you regret it for the rest of your life or for at least the next period of your life. Let's make wise choices out here today. Let's not get too far afield, but let's also not get pigeonholed into one thing. Don't let your emotions dictate your response. Take a step back. Say, hey, I can't deal with this right now. I got to take a step back. I'm liable to make a mistake. Take control of your life. Don't be in the passenger seat anymore. That's where you've gotten. That's why you haven't been getting what you want. I want you to take control. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.